Okay, so now we're doing the shot. Um, this, uh, let me see, what do we got here? Sheila, oh, Sheila White Chocolate Irish Cream, product of Ireland. Um, Ooh. wow. Also, March is coming up. Yeah, and March 16th, maybe. Oh, yeah, so it's almost topical. Yeah. Um, so, so we're no, we just don't want a nasty one. We'd right like now. to thank. <laughs> We, right, right. <laughs> We're running out of shots. We have to go shopping. Um, we like to thank our good friend Aislinn. Yes. Um, for buying us this shot in thank spirit. You. Um, thank you so much. Uh, you can buy us a shot too from Kofi. <laughs> Kofi, or coffee, or whatever, or whatever it is. the hell you do. Whatever. <laughs> I'll link to it. I don't really care. Um, and if you want, you can give a recommendation for us to find an alcohol and shoot it and react to it. Yeah. Because this is a, a reacts channel now. No, it's not. Oh, okay. All right. Well, at least when it comes to the shot, I suppose it is. Yeah. All right. We ready? Yep. Thank you, Aislinn. <laughs> this is yummy. Have you had this before? No, but I'm assu- okay. I'm assuming it's yummy. It's it's called white chocolate. White chocolate Irish cream. How is that Irish gonna be cream. bad? So I'm not a huge fan of white chocolate, but I am. It's way better than the yeah. other one. Oh yeah, we have that. So. We have that one bitter one again. I know somebody bought that for us. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I quite like that a lot. That's delicious. Oh my god, that was just like. Oh, yummy. Oh, that was I want just like that. a delicious milk oh, or something. I would, that, that was so good. It tastes like a white Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just drink that on ice. That's, That's really good. That's probably how you're supposed to drink it. Probably. As opposed to warm like we always drink it. I know. We really need to start putting our shots in the fridge. It's or at least the creamy good. ones, maybe? Yeah, something like that. All right. All right. See you soon. Dancing through life, skimming the surface, gliding where turf is smooth. Life's more painless for the brainless Why think too hard when it's so soothing Dancing through life, no need to tough it Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl And I'm Cece And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast (laughs) I started it while you were drinking so you wouldn't fucking talk over when I started the podcast That was smart Did you see that? That was great Yeah, except then I just like, but that's fine. Two hip chicks where we have a couple drinks and we talk about <laughs> stuff related to hypnosis, trance, in our lives. Uh, this podcast is not safe for work. Uh, and uh, don't listen to it while you're driving. driving. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking done, heavy machinery. I've done this like almost 50 times. You would think yeah. that I would have it fucking down by now. Well. Because you know, we do trance during this podcast and uh, they... Don't so don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Um, use your best judgment when you're listening to this podcast. Yay! Yeah. Woohoo! Um, so today we're going to be talking about blankness and mindlessness. Yeah. And all those hot things. Good things. I like those things. Yeah. Those are good things. So we're gonna like. So it's a complicated topic, more so than some people would expect. I think because <laughs> at least for us. Yeah. Well, sort of. <laughs> Because, like, for most of the people that I know and have talked to, Mm -hmm. um, that idea of, like, 
having a blank mind and like being mindless when you're in trance yeah is like a super holy grail thing like that's that's what a lot of people's expectations are when they're hypnotized right is that's what it's gonna feel like and I know we've talked about this before where it's like what you expect trance to feel like isn't necessarily what it's going to feel like Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of the subjects I've talked to including myself because I talk to myself um, yep. have gone through, like, experienced subjects have gone through this, like, mo- you know, series of moments in their lives where they had to come to terms with the fact that all trance is not going to feel like you're not thinking or that you're mindless. Yeah. Like, that ability to have a blank mind is really rare. Yeah. If you're one of those people where you go into trance and every time you don't have any more thoughts and you're mindless and you have a blank mind. That's awesome. That's so fucking that's... cool. That yeah. is so fucking cool, um, and that's rare, and you should feel proud. Um, <laughs> or if you know a technique or something, and sure, you'd like to share to it, please do. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be talking about um, moments that we've felt it, things that we mm-hmm. feel like where it comes up and stuff, and we're also gonna be talking about alternatives to blank mindedness that are much 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 easier to achieve right right Um, no exactly and we're also going to talk about why it's hot because it's really hot and Mm -hmm. like it's like a core of it's a core of my fetish for sure yeah you know you cc and i were talking about this earlier (laughs) yeah uh five minutes ago and yeah that was so much earlier (laughs) where like i was talking about how when i was growing up with this hypnosis fetish like absolutely i had the expectation that hypnosis equals you're not there anymore and you have like mind every time forever um and and that was like the hot part like that's the one of the core pieces of my fetish right right well like you were saying the holy grail right that's that's absolutely that was the point absolutely i want to go away i want to not be there anymore and like yeah and and that mindlessness is a part of that and right but but you were talking about you came into hypnosis later well so much later so much later and you were saying that it's not necessarily as big of a holy grail thing for you right right it's not necessarily what what i crave or what i what my goal was when when i first learned about hypnosis and right. that sort of thing right right um and and the listeners have heard me say this like at least a thousand times um but my fetish is control right so for me it's all about control so that's my holy grail to feel control yeah to feel out of control and somebody right. taking that right right so Oddly enough, when it comes to mindlessness and blank, um, I don't necessarily feel controlled. Yeah. Um, probably because I'm not there. Yeah. Right? So so I'm not feeling the control. Yeah. Um, so I actually prefer other things. Like, um, I mean, I like, I like my thoughts not intruding on, on my play. Right. Right. Um, who doesn't, you know, yeah. but I don't necessarily, you know, I like to feel the control and, and in those blank moments that I have, I'm not necessarily feeling the control. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Who knew? Well, and it's so, so we talk, we're talking around the idea of having blank moments versus not blank moments. I think it's kind of important True. that both of us have had a similar experience where we experience, mindlessness or blankness 
in moments during the trance, but yes. not as a like solid chunk of yes. blankness. Yes. Um, and this is something that um, that I know. So I've been doing. I've been a subject for a long time, and mm-hmm. as one of the things that I noticed as a subject was that trance is very dynamic. And course, listeners yeah. will have heard me say this a million times too, even while I'm doing trance and like as a top, is that there's an ebb and a flow to it and there's always right. change. There's always change happening. And like, so I have to allow for that amount of change within my own mind, within the mind of you, you know, when right. we're doing stuff. Right. Because I know that for us, we have moments where we go away and then yeah. sometimes it, it just comes back, you know, like our thoughts yeah. come in and stuff. Oh, of course. And so there's ways that we deal with that. And, and allowing for that is one of the ways to handle that. Just acknowledging. Oh, so much. Acknowledging that that's a thing that happens is, a, yeah. is very permissive and like very helpful for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, actually, I don't think I've said this in a long time on the podcast. Sure. Um, but something that I adored about your, um, you as a top, right? Uh, one of your methods very, very from like day one was to say ebb and flow and you're going to kind of, you know, you might come back for a bit and you might go away for a bit and that's fine and that's good. And that's, you know, just kind of make that part of it. You're going to just go deeper, you know, and that kind of thing. And um, one of the things I loved about that, and, and I don't know if I've gone into too much detail, is I'm always in my head, right? So yeah. I've said that a thousand times as well. But so during like BDSM play, so before hypnosis, yeah, um, I would constantly be in my head. And the thing is, is I would get distracted, right, by something around me or something of that nature. And then I would come back. But that wouldn't be the end of it. Because in my head, I would, like, chastise myself for turning away in the first place, yeah. which only adds to the... Um, like, oh, shit factor. Right. Which only adds to the, like, negative yeah. not being in the moment, yeah, which is my goal. So when you did that, just to be clear, I would highly recommend, like, all tops do this, yeah. is, is just let let the bottom know that that's normal. Let the bottom know that that's fine. And, and you can even encourage it to some right, degree, right? Exactly. Because well, it's going to happen. Right. And especially early on. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and that's one of those things where like, that's, that's me using something that's normal and incorporating right. that. And so I see it and maybe you see it this way too. Is it a little bit of a fractionation effect? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. totally. I mean, that's so like, I don't know if you said it, We've Ever? talked. We've talked about we've it. We've talked about it, and that, so that, that's enough be to enough. influence it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm like, I definitely use it as a fractionation. I don't know when I started yeah, doing that. Well, and but that's and so that's when we so that's about also it. that's not only a helpful t- hypnotist skill, but a, a subject skill as well. So right. when you when you you can use that as like a personal little fractionation moment, right? Of, of refocusing and regoing and retrying to get yeah. that, that blankness again. Um, and the other thing I was going to say is that, let's see, so hypnosis for me is a huge amount of just giving permission for people to do things. Mm. Um, like that's, that's a large part of my model is 
is essentially making the subject comfortable enough to feel things and to right. let them know that certain things are permitted and okay. Yeah. And 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 that extremely helps with rapport and that extremely helps with whatever interaction you're having. Yeah. So I give permission to to you know, I give permission, I flag trance. I give permission, I flag it's okay to to go in and out, you know, and and mm-hmm. such. Right. No, absolutely. Um yeah. Uh so let's see. I had another thought, but now it's gone. Isn't that <laughs> ironic? <laughs> um so yeah, so I mean, I when I I I started off teaching subject classes mostly and yeah. one of my first things that I was teaching was that you have to let go of the expectation that it's not, that it's going to feel like exactly what you expect it to feel like. Right. To of some course. degree your expectations are going to influence what it feels like, but um th- but I don't know. A lot yeah. of people just chase what they think is going to happen mm. and are unsatisfied. Yeah. So yeah. what? what is blank? I mean, so you're out of your head at, at certain times? Like you just um, don't feel like you're there? Well, is that the best way to put it? So I don't necessarily want to get too deep into this okay, because sure. it, no, no, I want to get deep into this. But um, for me, so I have an inner monologue. Some people, as I learned recently, some people have an inner monologue and some people don't. Some people think abstractly. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to get super deep into that. It is really fascinating. Oh I was my god, so fascinating. Talking to some people who who have that and who don't have that and I was amazed yeah. that some people don't have like an inner monologue. So for me, it's the inner monologue shutting off. Yeah. And Sure. And that's easy for me to to say that's blank-mindedness. Okay, um, yeah. And also so there's a lot of ways that it manifests with me um, when I'm being hypnotized and I'm like purely in the moment, mm-hmm. like almost sure. in a like near spiritual way in the okay. moment. And I'm hanging on every word and I'm not thinking about what happened before and I'm not thinking about what's going to happen. Things are just happening naturally and it's it's just all fitting together like the most magical thing ever right that feels like blank-mindedness and I can have that for like more than moments but not not terribly longer than I mean who knows how long it is like right (laughs) you know that's the other thing (laughs) is it seconds or is it minutes like I have no idea right but you're not there but it's 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 never the whole thing it has and it's never Never been been the whole whole scene or something yeah yeah sure sure yeah there's always there's always you know something coming back but the other thing is so let's kind of move into some alternative things that we do or ways that simulate sure. it or that that dance around it and are sure. also extremely satisfying. I think it's all hot for the record. It is all hot. I mean, it's I already hot. told you, blank-mindedness and, and mindlessness is not necessarily my goal. So I find all of it hot, though. I do find blank hot because there's definitely a part of me that knows that I'm being controlled. So that's how yeah. I got there. You yeah. Know? Um, so, so it's all hot. But, um, so one of those ways, and we've done a pot, we've done a whole podcast on this are like mantras. Yep. Right. So you have a central focus of a phrase or word, um, and 
And that can just, you know, once you're just focused right. on that one so thing. So I've heard it said before that focusing on one thing is easier than focusing on no things. Exactly. And that's definitely, exactly. that's definitely true for me and definitely true for you. Um, so like oh, yeah. having, and so you can do that with mantras easy. If yes. you have a single word or a, a two word mantra, some people like longer mantras to focus on. Yes. If that helps mm-hmm. them. I don't like mantras very much. Um, At all. Uh did we talk about that? On yeah, the, I, th- I think we yeah, talked about we it. it the, they're they're complicated for me. Um, longer mantras, hell no, not when I'm in trance. I can't I can't like process. I that can't much. process that much. Yeah. Um, but so you can do that that soul focus with mantras, or you could do that soul focus with other things. So for example, right. If what works really well for me is, for example, if I'm doing something that involves visualization, mm-hmm. which I'm good at and getting better at like every time I do it like Mm -hmm. I can feel myself getting better at it it's very exciting um and but focusing really hard on the visual part of what's happening or what I'm imagining to happen is that's another thing that I can devote a a huge amount of focus to and all the other things kind of are way less important okay um yeah you like can a, do that with touch. You can do that with any any modality right, thing voice. you want to do. Anything. I mean, easily. Right. Because right. Right. Um, if, I mean, if you want to argue the point of, like, trance is a state of focus sometimes, then yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. a, that's a great way to involve that type of thing. And the verbiage that I like for myself, which uh, we've talked about a little, sort of works for you, sort of doesn't, is, like, I use the verbiage this is important versus this is not important mm-hmm. um right quite a bit if i if my brain marks something as important and it marks something else as not important yeah that that's like night and day difference so yep. that's how i do um like hallucinations a lot is yeah. like i'll mark the visual part of that as important and negative hallucinations, I'll mark the thing that's there as not important, and my brain just doesn't, it just doesn't process it anymore. It. It's, it's kind pretty of cool. crazy. Yeah. But that's, but so that's a really helpful, like, thing for me to understand yeah. about my mind, and that I can, I don't have a lot of things where right. I do, where I play with my own head, but, but that's, <laughs> that's definitely one of them. Well, I, I don't even think you played with your own, I, I almost think in that particular case, you recognized what your brain was doing and yeah. then acknowledged it. Yeah. And then that made it easier. Yeah. Right. Because you could, you know. Yeah. But. Um, so I use that. I yeah. use that like when it comes to when I'm in trance and I want to achieve a sort of mindlessness, I'll mark, okay, I'll sure. mark the words as important and I'll mark everything else as not important. And, you know, I had like, I have some success with that. Like, absolutely. I still have the like coming in and out bit with my head, but. Yeah. But that's that's a really good way for me to get into the zone, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um So so to some degree um it's it's it seems fairly hard for me to even like take away everything around me, right? Yeah. Sounds and stuff. Not that they distract me they get like kind of quieter or whatever and, uh-huh. they, and they're less distracting but at the same time even that i have a hard time like totally making disappear or whatever like your environment and yeah. the things around you yeah. yeah to focus on just what's in front of me mm-hmm. the voice the person the instruction 
Um, yeah, I'm really in my head. I know. I, I really wish it would shut up more often. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I don't know. It, it kind of like really like, you know, it's it just helps with so many things in life. Right. Because right? Right. it's like, but um, yeah, no, but I would say like your voice when I'm focused on that and so forth, your eyes. Yeah. When I get focused on your eyes, that's huge, actually. Right. The world can start to disappear when I focus on your eyes. Right. Which is interesting because, I don't know, maybe more of a visual thing. I don't know. But yeah. not necessarily like other things. Right. Your eyes are just very... Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> maybe. It's, it's good sometimes. No, it, it's good right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, as I look away. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. that's one of those things like... Um, when you're having when you're having any conversation with a person, if you're focusing on that person, yeah. unless you unless like you start noticing the things around you, then yes. then you tend to narrow down. Like people tend to narrow focus, yeah. and like um, I don't know. There's that whole like so I, I'm not I'm not a scientist, and like <laughs> but but there there is the thing where psychologically your eyes are seeing like uh, your eyes are taking in light from everywhere and and Mm -hmm. seeing the entire room but your the way that your brain works is when you look at something it ignores your peripherals and it ignores all the things around it because you, you you're focusing on the one thing and this is like if you're looking at a flower or something, you're not necessarily noticing the person next to you or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like anything like that. That's just how your brain deals with sight and yeah. stuff. And like, so that's that's useful knowledge. That's something that I think about a lot. I don't know if. I don't know if that's true for everybody, for the record. No, 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 no. This is like a real thing. Like, this is like, I learned. Like, if you're like, so you have to be like, I learned focused in like, on it for a long time? No, I learned it in Psych 101. So, for example, like. Because I see everything. I mean, like, my peripheral is just going crazy. Like, I can right. tell well, what's we're, there. We're can... talking about it right now. But, like, oh. that. I mean, it's important, like, like when you're caught up in a conversation with somebody, like mm-hmm. when you're on your computer or something and you're focused okay. on one part. so you're just part, really focused on it. Or You don't have to be really focused on it. It's just the way that your vision works. Like when you're looking at something, your brain ignores the stuff around it so that you can look at the thing. Does that okay. make sense? It, it does. I'm, I just don't know if I do that. You, I don't... You do do... I, I'm not explaining it very well because I'm drunk, but... I'll I'll give you an example later when you're not okay. when you're not thinking about your peripherals. I'll give you an example later, okay. and then I'll I'll, I'll you'll, like, you'll notice share it with everyone you'll notice just in case you'll notice the difference between when you're looking at something and then you're noticing your peripherals again, like oh oh like you know the blurriness like everything's kind of like blurry talking? around you. Sure, I guess if that's how you process it. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I think I process it. Like, that's how I process it. Okay. So everything's kind of like, kind of like when you focus with a camera, right? And you, and it's focused on the thing in the front and then it's like blurry all around in the background. We'll do an experiment. That's with what it. I see. We'll do an experiment with it later. Doesn't everybody see that? No. 
Uh, for reals? I don't. I don't know what you're describing exactly. Like and if you see a photograph. I no. I know exactly what you're describing with yeah. photography, but I don't know what you're experiencing in your head. So, it, okay. we have to move on. Okay. <laughs> this went on too long. We'll it, we'll do an experiment later with it. Cause, okay. Because I'm right. I mean, that's... I'm right about... That's we've, fine. We've had this conversation before, and we've both acknowledged the same thing. We've had this conversation we've, before? We've, we've had a very similar conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anyways. Uh, well, that was supposed to be fun and helpful. I don't... Just because we have two different perspectives doesn't make it no, all of a sudden not no, fun. No, no, I don't think I'm explaining it very well. That's the problem. But, um, You're fine. So let's see. So... Blank-mindedness. Yeah, what are other ways to, like, because we've talked about mantras, we've talked about focusing on the thing in front of you, voice, sound, touch, right? So what are some other things that work for you to get into the zone that aren't necessarily blank-mindedness? Like, what are things that either you do or I do that you've noticed are like, oh, this is a good place for me this feels like hypnosis you know because I think I I think a large part of it is Mm. comes down to like what you know if hypnosis isn't necessarily mindlessness then what 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 gives you those signals and like what what are things that give you that feeling of hypnosis or things adjacent like things adjacent to mindlessness or that, well, I suppose that signal hypnosis. Yeah, I mean, when I'm, um, I, I do. so I guess like when, um, I mean, do you have an example so I can think about this? Let's see. <laughs> so let's think about the last trance we did. What was that? I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh, orgasm Oh, it was the orgasm yeah. one. <laughs> great. Oh, good. We both forgot that. That's great. I remember now. <laughs> yeah. That was actually really hot. So, so, um, well, I guess I kind of had some, not blank as much, but like, I could only think of one word. Yeah. Right. And it was the word I didn't want to say. And that was the only word I could think of. Oh, so, right. When you were in the... So yeah. you were doing the... I did a thing with you. Uh, Unfortunately, was, that was actually after was hours. After hours. So, it, <laughs> so I feel a little bad. I did a thing with you where we... Um, I had her saying she was begging for an orgasm. And right. she only was able to say the word please. And then I took that away. Well, you took it away by... Um, you took it away by saying, you know, now if you, if you know, if you say the word or whatever, then you'll come back out of trance. Right. And I, of course, did not want to come back out of trance. And I like tried so hard to say another word. And every time I, first I was just having a hard time thinking of what other words there were to to say. To add, to beg. To beg. Right. Um, even though there's like thousands of them, but I couldn't think of any. Right. And finally, I was so proud of myself. I, like, got a word in my head that was not pleased, because that was the word. Yeah. And and then I looked at her, and then I just went, and I'm like, and I was done. And then I just, like, whined and everything. Yeah. <laughs> because I just couldn't. 
Yeah. Couldn't do it. So that's an interesting... But that was kind of yeah. like, you know, my mind kind of went blank in the sense of, like, uh, couldn't think of anything else, right? Oh, so that's an interesting concept. Of yeah. Like, if... So it's like a ne- like negative yeah. stuff, right? So all those other right. ones I couldn't say. Right. So, like... Or think of. Yeah. So so that's another part of focusing on one thing. Yeah. Um, but the, the idea being that you take away focus you you take away the ability to focus on other things which is so for me that ties in with amnesia actually yeah i know quite a I'm, bit. I'm questioning um because that they kind of go well there's there's elements of it it doesn't yeah. and like so we're gonna do an amnesia podcast at some point probably soon-ish. so i don't i don't yeah. want to get into that terribly right now but when i do um things that i want her to forget things i never use memory language i never use like yeah, forget don't. i don't say remember i don't say anything we do we do it a little non-traditionally i guess um so the idea of not being able to think of anything else yeah really playing with so cuz i cuz i wonder how easy that is to replicate i mean that's such a thing that we well, do. Well, I got thinking about that, that too, because what did all the time. you say? What did you even say? It's very intuitive me, for me, so it's hard to explain, unfortunately. It made me not be able to think of any other word. I mean, when you make that kind of intense, intense focus, yeah. when you, so I, I would say it like, I would use like addiction language. Like I would, oh, I would, oh, yeah, I would say the word addiction, yeah. addiction to a thought or something. And then, mm. and then you can, and then there's a, a, a connotation that you can't do anything besides be addicted to that one thought, which yeah, is yeah, really yeah, yeah. seriously hot now that I'm saying the word yeah. addiction. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's exactly what was happening. Right. right? Because, because the, the pleasure. Right. Exactly. Well, and pleasure sort of. pleasure is a great motivator. I mean, we've talked about this a million times. It wasn't but even for an orgasm, though. But whatever. Anyway. Was, but pleasure is a really great way to get people to do what you want. And, True enough. Um, it's a really easy thing for people to, like, th- their brains to say, yeah, I want that. Like, obviously... Right. Have some have some dopamine and some so, good stuff. <laughs> so that was my blank, even though that turned into more of an amnesia thing. No, but I think it's all related. I think yeah, because absolutely, like if you're if you want to twist the words and say you're forgetting how to think of other things, like if that work, if oh, that kind of if that yeah. kind of language works for you, that's great. It doesn't work for me. Um, we haven't really done that because it doesn't work for me, and I'm maybe a, it does a bad hypnotist. No, that doesn't make you a bad <laughs> hypnotist. But I mean, I I constantly am learning more things about what works and what doesn't work for me. Of course, you you literally got a subject that had never done right trance before, so like I didn't have the information to give you. Right, you know. We'll, ex- we'll uh, have to experiment with that. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, well, anyway. so I guess in summation... Um, for, well, what are blank thoughts that you've had? Like um, situations or whatever? Usually it's, like I said, it's it's being really in the zone. And, okay. And like, um, so a lot, so a lot of the times, so here's one, a lot of the times I'll replace my own thoughts with the words that are being spoken to me. Um, 
Like, so I will try to think the words that are being spoken to me. Not, okay. not after they're happening, but while they're happening. So maybe that helps some people. Like, that's definitely something that I do all the time to try to get blank-mindedness. So, like, you're replacing the words... So, like, somebody says... If somebody you're... is doing deepening, like, if somebody's just doing patter to me, like, and, you know, and this feels really good, and it feels really good yeah, to yeah, go yeah, deeper, yeah. like, then... You just kind of say to yourself, I don't, this feels really... I don't repeat it. I... Even in your head, even in your head. Yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes I will repeat it, and I'll try to like make that a focal thing. Um, Like especially if it's somebody who uses a lot of pauses. Sure. I don't like pauses. I like the hypnotist to just talk like forever. Don't pause because then I like lose focus. That was. I know. (laughs) Little little side note. Right. If you trans. Right. Um, Sleeping girl. No, no, but that's (laughs) but. So I say that because that's part of my style as a hypnotist is I talk forever and I don't pause a lot. Yeah, that because, works really well for me. Right, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. that works well for a lot of people. Um, but so so what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to describe is while they're talking, I think the words that they're saying as they're saying them. Okay. At, like I don't repeat them. I don't do sure. anything else with I them. I think I understand. Okay. So you just kind of like let them go into your... Yeah. head as they I, almost become a part of my thoughts your thoughts yeah i got it I, you know it's your the, mind melting it's with the, them yeah sure I, only I without the Trek. ah but you knew the reference of course i know the reference everybody knows that's the enough yeah i almost <laughs> i think it was like well actually that's also superheroes because yeah. um i'm gonna Oh, let me not get wrong if I'm going to, like, be all proud of myself. Yeah, yeah. Martian Manhunter also did mind-melding. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's... it's that's, just, like, the extent of my knowledge, though, when it comes to... No, that's not true. The, actually, no the stereotypical, like, let my words become your thoughts. I actually don't like using that language. Oh. Um, And I don't... Oh, like, if they're saying that? If they're saying that, that... that this is like a stupid thing in my head, but that just triggers like, oh, this is such a stock phrase. They're just saying a stock phrase. So, but isn't that tropey? Um, yeah, it is tropey. So it's a little hot, but it doesn't have the intended effect, which oh, is which is for, which is for their words to become my thoughts. If they say it in that exact pattern, you yeah, know, yeah. then it's like what I just like, said, right? Because I'm a great hypnotist. That's right, why. Right. Yeah. You'd, you'd probably be pretty good at it now. <laughs> I'm mean, probably. I can't be that bad at it. Right. <laughs> I always said I have the voice for it, yeah. whatever. No, I mean, that that's a really stupid thing, though. Like, a lot of people, like, don't... You're like, just don't do that don't. when you do... If you actually, you know, get into it. Yeah, don't do right. That. If you <laughs> if you play with me, you should know <laughs> that I... That, that just triggers, like, stock phrase things. But if you're yeah. anybody else in the world, then who cares? Do what feels good and or, like yeah. do what works for you or find out if your partner actually likes yeah that. sure <laughs> ask talk to them it's a good opportunity for conversation conversation is awesome yeah it sure is conversation like, can be hot it sure can like the one we're having right now is this hot no it's i mean i'm not turned high? on i mean i like the topic are you not <laughs> turned on right now you're turned on right now uh is this a trick question? Okay, we're going to take a short break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we're going to do some sexy trance. Woohoo. Yay.
<laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do, so I'm probably just going to start talking and see what happens. Are you drawing happens. a blank? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that joke's even funnier the second time. Hush! <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. You can just sort of sleep and go deep down just like that. That's right. That's interesting to notice all sorts of things about what we do and all sorts of things about the things that you're feeling in this moment. I wonder if you can sort of take that idea of mindfulness and focus yourself down into the moment that you're experiencing things. If you're focusing yourself down into the moment that you're experiencing the words going into your head and the touch of my hand in your hair, and you really, really, really devote all of the effort in your head as much as you possibly can because you love to do things so well for me. And you really, really, really focus down into the way that my tone makes you feel into just the very moment of each syllable that I speak, into just the way that my hands go through your hair and my hand activates certain nerves on your head and you have that sensation go into your head. And you really, really, really focus down, down, down into the way that my voice goes into your mind. And I wonder if you can sort of think about what I was talking about earlier of thinking using the words that are coming out of my mouth and trying to think in the way that I'm talking to you and using my words as your inner monologue as opposed to using your words as your inner monologue. If we take away your inner monologue and we replace it with my words instead, I wonder how well that can work for you and how wonderful that can feel for you if you just use my words as the words that go through your mind and you use my touch as the thing that makes you feel and makes you notice and makes you be present and makes you go really deep down. And I think it's wonderful to experience certain things about trance. And I think it's wonderful to always experience that sort of up and down naturally as we've talked about you fractionating yourself for me. And that's a nice way of putting it too. I really like that verbiage of you doing all these things for me. So we take that element of control that you so love and we take the idea that I'm controlling your inner monologue by making it my words instead, and I take the idea that I'm controlling the way that you're feeling things in the moment by touching you and by making you feel certain things. And it's so easy to, to switch that control over to me. It's so easy to let yourself go and to really just experience what's happening now and to really think about the things that I'm telling you to think about, such as I tell you to focus on my hand in your head, and I tell you to focus on the words that I'm saying really, really hard, really, really softly. I wonder if you can sort of unfocus yourself, like if you unfocus your eyes, can you unfocus your thoughts? And you notice the difference between how it felt a moment ago and how it feels now to unfocus and go very soft and away. And far, far away and know that I'm still controlling you and know that I'm still here. And that sort of fuzziness around everything and that sort of bleariness and interesting sort of way that your mind processes things differently 
Noticing a difference between things really helps a lot of people. And I want you to notice the difference between how you felt a while ago and how you feel right now when you unfocus more and unfocus more and unfocus more to the point that everything becomes so fuzzy and so far away from you that it feels really wonderful and different and interesting as it always does. Things feel really interesting when we do things. That's one of those truisms that I like to throw in there because there is always a sort of focus and interest and excitement that you have around the things that we do. And just talking about that builds excitement and interest in the reminding you that you don't have control over the situation. You don't have control over where you're at right now. It's always a wonderful thing. That's always so lovely. And I wonder, too, if we can go back to the idea of addicting you to my words. I don't really have to say too much more than that. If you think about the concept of being really addicted to the feeling you had a while ago when you focused really, really hard on my words, and you focused really, really hard on the way that they were taking over your thoughts, and they were taking over everything else in your head, and my words were becoming really, really big in your head, as though they were filling up the whole thing as though your inner monologue was being slowly erased and replaced by just the words that are coming out of my mouth and you became addicted to that feeling, like you couldn't get enough of it, like you were seeking it out. And if I told you you were addicted to it, then maybe your brain would make certain arrangements for you to feel it more often because that's what people do when they have an addiction is they change their behavior and they change their mindset to better fit what they want and what their body is telling them that they want. And it feels good, it feels so good and so right for you to be addicted to the way that my words fill your mind up, getting bigger and bigger and bigger inside your mind, filling you up, filling up all the little spaces inside your head, and just being so huge and so important and so powerful for you that there's nothing else there. That it feels too good to focus on my thoughts, to focus on anything else. I mean, it feels better than anything else to focus on my words. It feels better than anything else. It feels better than anything you could possibly imagine. You don't really want to imagine anything else because it feels too good to be so focused and so in the moment and so letting my words fill your head and fill every part of your mind with control and with the tone and with the way that I speak and all those little things that you've grown used to about the way that I talk and especially the way that I trance you and trance you out of your head. It feels too good. It feels too right. And you're just so enamored with it and you're just so obsessed with it. You're just so obsessed with the way that my words go in and fill everything up so you notice all the spaces between them And in those spaces, you just want more. In those spaces, you feel like there's a pause and you don't want there to be a pause. You want me to keep talking forever so that I can fill up more and more of your mind. So in those spaces, you find yourself feeling like, oh God, I want it, 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 I want it. And you wait. And when I speak, it's like a release it feels better and better and better and better and better and better when I talk and I fill up your head with all these wonderful words instead of your thoughts going straight out, straight out and away. 
straight out in a way and it feels better and better and better. And I want you to go really, really deep down for me right now. Really, really deep down for me right now. I want you to think about how my words are going inside your head and I want you to unthink about how my words are going inside your head and just feel it instead. I want you to just feel the way that my words go in and stay there and make a little home there and grow little families there and grow a little colony there and just really get in there infect your head with all my the way that my voice goes and fills you up from the inside out the way that my words behave inside your head the way that there's a sense of action to my words there's a way that there's a sense of reaction from your body to my words and especially the way that there's a sense of reaction inside your own mind the way that happens inside your own head when I speak and when I don't speak it's all very interesting for you to notice and noticing doesn't take very much effort because noticing is something that I want you to do noticing doesn't take thought necessarily it's just a little ping in your head or something that happens when you notice things. Like when you notice the pauses. Like when you notice the distinct difference of when I'm talking versus when I'm not talking. And when I'm talking and the way that my words grow and grow and grow in your head. The way that you notice that growth is a sort of pressure or a sort of unpressure. I wonder if there's like a almost... It feels like something is inflating inside your head more and more and more. The more I talk, I could be saying anything to you. I could be saying gibberish to you, and it doesn't matter because those words are going in and doing their job and acting and reacting to you. And you want it. And you want it so bad. That's right. And I want you to reorient yourself to the present a little bit more. I want you to reorient yourself to the way that we normally interact with each other. And I want you to sort of let go of that addiction and save it for another time because it's so much sweeter when there's pauses in between our play. It makes the play so much sweeter. So we can take that and we can save that for later, maybe even later tonight, because we'll probably be playing with that. And you can come back up. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty fun. I like that. That was interesting. It was like challenging for me as a hypnotist. Why? Because it was breaking some habits that I have fallen into. Really? Yeah. Like just some verbal patterns and stuff. Uh, let's talk let's so, talk a little about yeah, that yeah no, i want to so badly actually yeah i'm sorry that's okay um oh my god so i'm always saying i'm in my head right and when you were talking about like the words kind of mind melding or whatever like i still fully didn't quite get it and i might do it differently than you do for that matter yeah right? yeah but I'm so sorry. That's okay. But I, I I think it was your verbiage or something w- was just perfect for me, which was like, it became my inner monologue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, 
I don't know how to describe that was intense. Yeah. Because when you were saying that on the podcast earlier, immediately I was thinking to myself, how does she know what they're going to say? Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you, I know. How do you say it with them? Right. If you don't know what they're going to say. Yeah. Right? But like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It was like, it was like a duet or something. Like we were just saying it at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Um, but it was your voice, right? Yep. So basically you were just talking, but it was like, just, it was in my head. It was just like That's my awesome. head. I'm it wasn't I, even in my head. It I'm, was my head. I'm so happy you experienced that. And I'm so happy I was able to like demonstrate that to you and also demonstrate you a, said it. a verbiage that worked because I was not explaining it very well. Oh I'm, my I'm God. Happy. It was so perfect. Like, you know how I always say, like, I was, yeah, no, my thoughts weren't there. That's awesome. They were just That's you really talking. That's really cool. You're, you were my head voice. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a little so creepy, happy. quite frankly. Of but course. that's okay. That's <laughs> it was awesome. really hot, so it didn't matter. And then me addicted to your voice. That was just Well, mean. I mean, that's really sexy. Right. And, and mean. Okay. Well, that's really sexy. Lots, lots of sexy things I are like mean. I like the word addiction a lot. <laughs> I do, too, actually. <laughs> it's really nice. Quite a bit. Yeah. I think we've used it before. Oh, yeah. Oh, being addicted to your skin and stuff. Right, we exactly. Did, uh, we've short... done other, like, sexual addiction yeah. things, but not quite like that before so yeah yay yeah. i like when we learn things i like i like learning things too i'm, su- science. I'm super into <laughs> science and learning things well so i'm really glad we got to talk about that on the yeah. podcast i'm really glad that happened i'm really happy i'm yeah obviously that I'm, was awesome. i'm still in my pattern of like keep talking don't stop talking just, just yeah keep talking yeah um <laughs> no it was re- there was some really challenging things in there for me is just because like my usual patter has a lot about telling you to think about certain things um because i yeah i definitely rely on the concept that you're still there like you're still thinking in your own head sure. so taking that away I mean, me being the voice it was helpful I have since to. i'm always in my head exactly Why well, not? and that helps for those moments so i i um yeah that i mean i'm surely an amateur but like um but that was just, like, one of those, like, oh, shit, I'm having a growing moment. Like, this is great. I like this. Nice. Yay. I mean, you could have literally said anything. Right. It wouldn't have mattered. Right. It was fun. All right. Okay. So we're going to, um, well, we're going to go watch figure skating for a little while, and then we're going <laughs> to do after hours because tonight's figure skating. And yeah. What do you do? Yeah. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>